everyone welcome back to eyes in the dark i know it's been a minute but i'm sure you still remember our tagline because i sure don't so you can go ahead and fill that in there uh anyway no i know the tagline it's death by celluloid or something like that right is tag, that tag you're it yeah there you go get in line get in line for tag all right duck, cool. duck goose. do you have a game to contribute to this evan no. a children's game Mm, circle jerk there you go mm-hmm. all right <laughs> so welcome back to eyes in the dark we talk about horror movies and we will fill you in a little bit more on that uh before we get going we have some business to take care of you perhaps you'd like to get in contact with us you can do that via twitter at eitd pod if you want to get at us online you can do so at our website eyes in the dark podcast.com we are part of the stuff and things podcast network so you can always hit us up at stuff and things network.com you can also email us eyes in the dark podcast at gmail.com and we also do have some individual twitter handles here we'd like to promote that way in case you want to ask us a question directly you can do so um, for Chewy. It's going to be at Chupacabra that's C-H-E-W-P-A-C-A-B-R-A uh hey i'm evan um if you want to get at me at twitter it's at evan the brawn and yeah like i don't really tweet a lot but (laughs) but still i tweet about some like pizza or something there you go uh if you would like to reach sir mr james price you can find me on the tweeters at jurassic price Sweet. That so had now, a nice melody to it. There you go. It did. It was haiku. very musical. It was <laughs> a haiku. haiku. Mm-hmm. I loved it. I just want to say I'm sorry for the circle jerk comment earlier. <laughs> I feel really bad and uncomfortable about it. Really? Already? I, f- I felt like I missed out in childhood. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I never uh, actually partook in one of those. I was only, um, I was only in uh, to be reach arounds. I, you, know, oh, okay. no circle. Yeah. <laughs> you were trying to catch up to my vulgarity. Yeah. Because I'm the only I realize I'm the only one that cusses on the show, really. Yeah, and, mm. you know. my wife's made a comment about it. Really? I, yeah, not really? like she's bummed out. It's just like Chewie just says the f word a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it's because she it's comments cause... on his cussing, but not the fact that I'm racist and sexist constantly. <laughs> no, nah, she probably just thinks that's funny. Oh, that's good. <laughs> um, I think it's because I don't cuss on four color commentary, gonna, so I like out. double up on this. <laughs> you know. Um, because on stuff and things, you've heard me. Oh, it's yeah. like, oh yeah, stuff and things, fucking things, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um. So you might, maybe, who knows, you might know me a little bit from some of our other shows, but we'd like to kind of do a little bit of uh, a little bit of personality building here before uh, every show, just a little, little blurb, why we do what we do, how we got into it. So as mentioned, I am one third of the Unholy Trinity. I am Chewy, and um, I got into horror movies mostly in high school and Uh, A little bit after that with the zombie flick and also foreign horror cinema, in particular uh, Asian horror. So that's kind of how I got my intro to it. Um, How about you? Um, From the movie that we're doing tonight, actually, was one of the first 
that unleashed the terror in my life. Yeah? Yeah. The terror that has never ceased. Mm-mm. The terror. So I just watched <laughs> horror movies as a kid, and my parents didn't care, and <laughs> turned me into the man I am today. I'll be, I'll be real. Part of, part of why I do this every time is just because I like hearing you say, my childhood sucked. And I watched horror movies. I didn't say my childhood sucked. Well, yeah, because it sounds badass. I just had yeah. a, I had a, yeah, neglecting parents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. neglect those parents. There you go. Yeah, parents, I ain't gonna show you any time. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> See, I turned around oh, there. Neg- you oh, neglecting oh, them. Got, oh, gotcha, neglecting gotcha. them. <laughs> Giving them a taste of their own medicine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm like, um, I'm neglecting them. Boom. Oh, damn. That was good. Drop, I like that. Uh, James, how about you? hard butter right there. Dropping <laughs> <laughs> hard butter. It never goes away. It just collects in your heart. I've used that in my daily life now. And yeah? Without bothering to explain it. <laughs> really? Yeah, so it's not gone over well. But <laughs> I was going to say, hey, people, <laughs> people keep thinking I'm talking about shitting. <laughs> uh, that, or it just sounds like a sexual term. Like, do yeah. they ask oh, you I was just dragging, dropping mad butter last night. <laughs> Like you're just jerking off. I, I keep using it in situations where instead of saying dropping knowledge, I keep saying dropping yeah. hard butter. Well, that's that's the and, context. And people are like, you need to you, you need to poop or. Is <laughs> 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 like, that in front of your girlfriend yet? Um, I don't know. Okay, we'll have mm, to ask her. Yeah, let's let's phone a friend and call her. Okay. <laughs> Wait, Evan. So your wife <clears throat> listens to the show? Yeah, she uh, she's known about podcasts. She's just lazy and like won't the way you said she's known about podcasts like okay, she wait, knows wait, wait. they exist yeah you can uh, subscribe to podcasts where they automatically yeah download. i know i know but she doesn't listen to them though that and then she just doesn't you like the play button she, or she just she just forgets to go yeah. into the podcast okay. app and listen to them and yeah and uh and it sucks for me because like i don't use like the apple podcast yeah, yeah. app i use stitcher or something no i use uh um, instacast okay um feel free to sponsor us instacast yeah, yeah. Uh, I just like it better, but um, so I'm used to that. So I was like trying to like help her download on like the normal podcast app, and I was super confused. Anyways, she started. She downloaded all of them, and she like I think she started with the Shining one. She's like, yeah. "This is so long." I was like, yeah. <laughs> "That's what she said." <laughs> Literally, <laughs> she did. Mm-hmm. Um, she told you. Yeah, so she just started because she, she just gets bored at work. So she just is she just listening to it because you do it. <laughs> I don't. Probably. <laughs> She's like, I hate those other guys. <laughs> yeah. Natalie, if you're listening, hey, what's up? Sorry I cuss a lot. Anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so James. Uh yeah, a little background. Okay. Uh you might know me. Also, thanks for being a fan. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, I subscribe to this podcast. Oh, uh, there you go. That makes two people. Chewie doesn't listen to any of our podcasts. No, no I subscribe to it. I don't no. listen to it. Good I do them. Oh, so you subscribe to it just so we can get our numbers up from Chewy three guys. to four. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um, you might know me from earlier episodes of this podcast. Uh, you oh can, yeah, you can, you can feature me there. Oh, you're that uh, guy. Um, I got into horror movies um, coincidentally. Uh, during one Halloween, uh, it's a long story, but I got trapped in a closet, and all I could hear were horror movies on the TV, and so I, you know, subconsciously became somewhat addicted to them. <laughs> Wait, you got Wait. trapped in a closet? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I I don't know if I want to know the story. I want to know, but I don't. A and B. I feel like if we do, let's save that for a Halloween episode. Well, I would explain it now, except I need to creatively figure out how to continue this lie. 
Oh. <laughs> yeah, right, no, right. Didn't happen. Uh, if you haven't noticed, all of my intros are lies. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. true. It's a house yes. of lies. Um, or Lord of the Flies. Or, or House Lord of the of Flies. flies. Mm-hmm. House of the Flies. I think those are all movies. <laughs> those are all things that exist. And those are the movies I watched that night, or mm. listened to, rather. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, that's all three of us in the Unholy Trinity. We also call James Dr. Jurassic Price because he always drops the hard butter when it comes to the, mm. to the knowledge and the doctorate That's a number two, that yeah. film butter. <laughs> oh, God, <laughs> that film butter. Um, so what are we doing? To, let me, let's start off with this here. James, always Dr. Jurassic Price being that now you are in persona. Why are we doing this? What are we doing here? What is this? Po- yeah, it's about horror movies, but we are why? we are trying to explain why for so come that people should pay a little more attention to horror movies, and uh, and see if they could possibly go you know two for the four and get more out of horror movies than they do now. Mm-hmm. Whenever I uh, mm-hmm. whenever I hear or whenever he refers to you as Doctor Jurassic Price, yeah. I just imagine like a Velociraptor in a doctor outfit oh, but like also also on jeff goldblum's body that's how i always envision mm. it no like full dinosaur oh, okay <laughs> full mm. dinosaur i'm going full dinosaur oh my god <laughs> all right so um cool let's see what we can figure out with this movie what what do we do this time uh well we did the classic oh classic from 1987 oh it's as old as i am 187 murder death Kill? Yeah. yeah. Uh, that movie sucks with Sam Jackson. Don't watch it. That's a movie? 187. Yeah, it's awful. Anyways. Um, originally titled The Hellbound Heart, retitled mm-hmm. Hellraiser. Yeah. And that was because Hellbound Heart was a short story, right? Yeah, it's like a novel, like a novella yeah. or whatever. This is written, directed by Clive Barker. Yep. Who is who, a psychopath. Yes. But awesome. <laughs> Yeah, but apparently he was a writer of many short horror stories before yeah. this. Yeah, I didn't know I, this until I w- was just reading. Um, I-, I wanted to know who who uh, produced this movie and then what else Clive Barker had done, and I didn't know this. But Clive Barker only became a thing because of Stephen King. Oh, Did really? You come across this? No, no. of no. course, uh, Stephen King. This is like four podcasts in a row. But <laughs> oh, yeah, we keep talking about Stephen King. Yeah, I guess, I guess Stevie King was like. Stevie King. I know he like came out um, and in some interview and said, "I know the the next big thing in horror, and his name is Clive Barker." And then Clive Barker released a book. I think it was an anthology of his short stories mm-hmm. in the U.S. And that was the like the little blurb on the front was from yeah. Stephen King, and it kind of launched Clive Barker's God. U.S. fame, at least. We should get in touch yeah. with Stephen King and be like, "Hey, can you say something nice about us?" Yeah, Stevie. <laughs> Tweet us the next yeah, name I, in uh, horror podcasts. Clive Barker also. I didn't know he did. He did Candyman too. Yeah, oh, did he? Didn't know he did that. Well, the first one and the yeah. second one. Yeah, and Nightbreed. Nightbreed. Is that the yeah. failure one? Is that the one that did really bad? Probably. I, I think know. there was a Clive Barker movie that kind of ruined his career somewhere, where he like did a couple good ones in a row. I, this, this one was. I could be. Mis- Nightbreed was before Candyman. But it looks pretty okay. awful. So maybe it was something after. Dude, Candyman actually... Candyman kinda, used to scare the yeah, shit out of it me. It kind of plays into my maybe my deeper seeds of horror origins. Because I remember like the first like horror movie that I remember like watching or like seeing parts of 
other than like catching a glimpse of Chucky, which terrified me, um, was Candyman. Like my parents would be like watching. They'd just be like, oh, we're just going to watch this movie in the living room with our child here. Um, and I would like kind of see it and I'd just be maybe that's why I hate bees. Mm. Well, Fucking hate bees. I hate bees, too. I'm, yeah. I've never been stung and I plan to keep it that way. Yeah. Pretty sure I'm allergic to bees. People too, say that so like if bees thing. go extinct, like the Earth's gonna die. I don't care. That's a death I welcome. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> I've been sung like two or three times by bees. Yeah, two, two out of the three times didn't even notice. Oh yeah. wow! I I'm not like I'm not afraid of getting stung. Sounds like it. I, no, I like I don't. <laughs> I feel like it wouldn't really hurt that bad. I'm no, not it doesn't. Afraid, yeah. James. I just it's it's more of like a principle thing now. Yeah. Like I haven't been stung. Oh, this you have long. to beat all the bees. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Like the fact that I haven't been stung yet. I can respect that. Then I'm I'm determined to not get stung. Yeah. Stung. It's like a streak. Gotcha. So if there's a if there's bees and me and Natalie are together, she's effed. I'm running away. <laughs> Sacrifice. Oh no. The worst was you're, I went on. You're a, uh, you're totally Shane in Walking Dead. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. His eyes get all crazy. He starts sweating a little bit. He shoots Natalie in the back of the leg. <laughs> Bees, get her! <laughs> They're attracted to blood. <laughs> I uh, w- I went on a on a like a shooting trip for a bachelor party, like out. Yeah. In like, was I this don't know. with me? No. Oh, okay. I don't. I wasn't invited to that one. Oh, all right. Yeah. Anyways, um, hurt feelings. <laughs> we went there, and the truth is, like out in Palm Desert. All. And it's like, I didn't know this was a thing, but apparently bees can have hives underground. Yeah. Yeah. That's terrifying. Yeah. yeah they just fucking burrow. And yeah. They, yeah. And so we were in this campsite and all of a sudden all these bees start coming out of nowhere and they, they weren't like doing anything. Like they weren't stinging anybody. They're just like kind of checking it out. They're like yeah. all around our water and our food. Yeah. They're like, Hey, what the fuck's this? Yeah. Party. And so we're like, ah, and they went away like during nightfall. Yeah. And, uh, and then. We woke up in the morning in the in the tent and just buzzing everywhere. Oh like, my god! Ugh. And so we get out and like we like try to go about our day. Like we went out shooting and yeah. stuff. And there's like my buddy shooting a freaking shotgun. Yeah. And uh, there's bees just all over his hand and his arm and stuff like that. And Wah! I was like, that's Why? stressful. Because that guy's gonna freak out and he's gonna shoot one of us. Yeah. Like, I was so stressed. That's... We ended up just leaving early because it was like too much. Fuck. But my everybody there got stung except for me. Ah, oh, everybody. The lone survivor, like the true survivor. Um, you know Isaiah, my buddy Isaiah. Mm-hmm. He was he was just like sitting Isaiah there. Isaiah Thomas. Yeah, he was just sitting in the chair and just letting him crawl on him. He's like, I'm not gonna bug him so they don't sting me and they're not pissing me <laughs> oh off. So, so they're sitting there and there's bees all over his arms. <laughs> oh, and then no. he would like get stung and like slap one. Why? And then just get stung and kept getting stung. I was oh, like, God. you're a psychopath. The more he like slaps them, the more they're like, they send out that signal that's like, fuck, I just got fucked up. Someone avenge me. He is the candy man. Oh my God, he is. Oh, that's so stressful. <laughs> Let's not talk about that anymore. Another thing that's, on Clive Barker, too. Can, can you start a comic book called Evan versus the Bees? Sure. And it's just about Sounds you, like a great idea. About you trying it. to beat the bees. Holy I will shit. never be stung. And, Dude. Yep. And it's all like every issue, like there's a scenario where you're like, oh, he's fucking done. Like he's going to get stung. The streak is over. But somehow, somehow you get out of it. It's just like a comic strip almost. Yeah. yeah. Like a, like a short, web comic. Like a short yeah. Web yeah. comic. I uh I remember when I was a kid I watched some I was like on Fox it was like a made for TV movie it was yeah. about killer bees oh. and I think that kind of tipped me over the edge with bees too yeah like these bees would just attack people for no reason yeah. and like these this one family got stuck in their car and there's bees like all around the car 
And all of a sudden, the bees started coming in the vents. Yeah, yeah. And it's every time I like, there's a bee anywhere around, I close all the vents in my yeah. car. <laughs> you seen that uh, X Files where the little green bugs come through the yeah. vents? Yeah. Oh, dude, that one freaks me yeah, out. Yeah, because there's like no escape from it. Yep. You it, need light. That's, that's a. Yeah. Isn't that an early episode? Was that? Yeah, that, season, season one, one. I think. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. Mulder gets effed by that stuff, and then he like is not like in a coma or something. Is it Mulder? Or is it is it Skull Skull? I think it's Mulder. Okay, I can't remember. One of them does. Um, <laughs> you, you know, to, this is the scariest part. African killer bees, the really yeah. dangerous ones. Uh, if you try to like hide and jump in water, yeah. they wait for you. They wait. Yeah. I was like, who are those fuckers? They wait. What if you just run around with a hose flailing around? <laughs> <laughs> They'd probably drink up that milkshake, bro. Oh, my God. They drink that milkshake. <laughs> or what if you just wore a bee suit? <laughs> <laughs> They'd be like, oh, this is the new master here. And you called it a Christmas story? Because he what? wears that big pink suit. Oh, yeah, the, uh, the bunny suit. Just wear it around all the time. <laughs> oh, my God. That was a stretch. Yeah, so, I didn't. Sorry, I didn't. I was I didn't like, I don't remember a bee that didn't be in there. Um, anyways, back on Clive Barker. Yeah. <laughs> another way of my parents or my mom sucked was um, she had like a Clive Barker like coffee table book <laughs> when yeah, I was yeah. a kid. Oh my god! So was, was it about bu- his coffee table? <laughs> <laughs> Clive Barker's coffee table. Look at it from multiple angles. Yeah, it's just stained it's four in pages the most long. sinister yeah. way. Um, but it was like pictures of all like the movies that he's done and stuff like that. And like so it's just gore basically in this book. I just look at it all the time when I was a kid. <laughs> I gotta admit, like, all right. I cool. did. I was trying to eat during this movie, and I got a bit nauseous. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know why. Something in the the. Oh, the opening scene, like right when it started, I was like chowing down on some like avocado and cheese. And I yeah. was like, am I eating skin? <laughs> <laughs> the only parts that grossed me out in this movie was yeah. the like when they would show like the maggots up close and stuff. Oh, yeah, and you yeah. could hear it. Oh, all. the kitchen freaked me out, made my skin crawl. Yeah. I was like, clean that shit. And he's yeah. like, we're moving in on Sunday. I was like, are you fucking kidding? Yeah. Yeah. Tend that place. Burn that house down you first. Fucking just lie down fire and rebuild a new house. And there you go. That's how you move into the house. Um, so let's talk about the movie. So it was gross sometimes, uh, as we as we have talked about here. Lots of bugs, lots of creepy crawlies and stuff like that. Um, I think the the gore factor in this was kind of like the main driving force behind it. Yeah, and I think it is for all of them. Yeah, because the the story. I'm gonna say it. You know, it, like it's it's flimsy at best. Yeah, know? I was gonna say it's it's full of holes like i don't really yeah lots i don't of i can't holes. follow it like i don't really it's a bit like you, you guys seen a racer head yeah i it's actually good. haven't I, I felt like call yourself a david lynch fan i didn't sound david lynch i sound like his work i felt like it's in that same realm of like surrealism yeah which like salvador dolly ish okay but you know uh obviously clive just wanted a little hell dimension well i get like the point he's trying to get across with like you know, Pandora's box. Like, well, no, I think it's more just like, he, like everybody that <clears throat> the box caters to, or whoever people that seek out the box, are people who have that are in internally them. really dark and demented, yeah. and they like the whole pain as pleasure and yeah. all that stuff. And like, pain. like the tagline on the pleasure. on the movie poster is, um, some call him a demon, some call him an angel, or a demon to some, an angel to others. Yeah, yeah. because like some people like that's like there's like where they're comfortable is yeah. in being like that. So like I, I get like, do you say people who seek out the box because there are people who inadvertently open the box? 
Well, I mean, like, we see the Well, like, in the beginning of the movie, yeah. the Asian guy, what's your pleasure, sir? sir? Oh, <laughs> is that guy from Big Trouble in Little China? Probably. That's Maybe. the guy. Yeah. Yeah. He's in everything, so anytime, but, anytime Indiana you need Jones, an old too? Asian guy, I feel but like, like he that was been the, in Indiana I, Jones. Oh, don't tell I feel like, like Doctor Jones. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that was like Take a big. It. It's yours. Push it's for like, at least the first two movies because it's in the beginning of the first one. It's at the end of the first one. Yeah, and it's at the beginning of the second one. Mm. Like it's that guy like asking like what you. So I think people are like seeking out like like they want to. To be in, within, like in so, hell, and so like you're in, speaking of those people, not like uh, the daughter in this movie who, who does open the box, yeah. but kind yeah. of incidentally. Well, and yeah, and she also kind of does it. Well, yeah, it's like accidentally, but it's like she knows it's going to destroy them. I don't know if I agree with that. All but right, at the end, she does. Yeah, yeah. Well, she yeah. I mean, I mean, in the eventually. in the um, like when she's in the hospital. Well, she, I don't think she's got this deep dark place, and that she's seeking out the box. No, 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 no. Yeah, I think it's the or like in this movie it was Frank, mm-hmm. and before that it was Pinhead, mm-hmm. and then and then if you watch later in the movies, it's the same kind of people that are like like people who I are really you. into dark stuff that seek it out. Um, Why well, I know that they should just leave it in this freaking Asian man's grasp. Like, just leave it there. And in the goddamn Mogwai from Gremlins, it's the same yeah, guy. I know. Yeah. This guy's got some crazy ass shit in his shop. Chinaman. Like, the, it should just be like, "What's your pleasure? Um, can I have like an ice cream? Don't like you? The, <laughs> yeah. Don't you want to see? Job? I yeah. want to see that <laughs> <laughs> by the guy who goes like this. Oh God! <laughs> yeah. By Chatter. Yeah. His name is Chatter. A little less uh-huh. teeth, a little more lips, please. I had to watch that whole movie with subtitles yeah. on because yeah. it was like the 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 speaking was so low yeah. that I had to watch it with subtitles. And oh, every time he, no problem. he every time he came on, it just said. Chattering, teeth <laughs> 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 chattering. Yeah, that guy's cold. Do, do you remember when that dude um got like fucking ripped apart in the beginning? Wait, 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 wait. Can we just? Frank? I, I just want to finish yeah, yeah, on ahead, on the old Chinaman. Yeah, I really wanted him to be sitting there, and like the next person who sits down is like the crypt keeper, and yeah. they play chess. <laughs> <laughs> Your move. Okay, kitty. That'd be so good. Yeah. <laughs> Just a crossover, yeah. like a mashup. Have oh, they ever man. shown the Crypt Keeper what it looks like before he was the Crypt Keeper? Like I as a man? Maybe it's no. that Asian man? <gasps> what if they're the same? Because uh, Crypt Keeper doesn't have an accent, though. But he sounds ghoulish. Crypt Keeper? Yeah. Yeah, because he's a ghoul. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, like, little when you die, when you die, <laughs> One of my hobbies. turns into a little <laughs> That and magnets. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, like collecting magnets? Just, Play with just magnets? magnets. Just magnets. Just magnets. <laughs> um, when he was getting torn apart in the beginning, he just opens it. So he's just like, okay, I'm going to see. I'm going to go to hell. This seems like it's going to be a good use of my time. Like, I don't see that. Like, why would you do that? And then he gets the hooks. Do you think he that, knew that was him going to hell? Because it, it no. did seem like he was searching for that box. Yeah, but he this like is, wanted this is, the box this and is, he wanted to open it. This is my point yeah. in saying that there's it, there's holes in the plot. In the plot. Like, there's like... Yeah. You there's they don't explain why he was seeking it out. Yeah. Like, was his life so shitty that he just wanted to go to hell and get it over yeah. with? Cool. Shoot yourself in the face. Yeah. They don't I even mean, explain whether or not he knows that it what, is what it right. is. Yeah. Like right. he could be like, oh, if I unlock this puzzle, like a five hundred women will be sucking my five hundred dicks. 
or something like that. Wait, yeah. wait, they don't also explain why in the first shot and maybe like yeah. one shot later he has nunchucks. Did you guys oh, see yeah, that? He has them in his back pocket. Because he's a tough boy. Because he's a tough boy. That's that. why. Oh, when he gets the box, he yeah. has nunchucks on his, his hip. And yeah. then when they show him like kneeling down with his shirt off, like yeah. full Ryu yeah. from Street Fighter, he has nunchucks well, on okay. him. Well, okay. I got a theory here. <laughs> why? He's at the bazaar. And he's like, I need to get that box. Whoa, those are some sweet fucking nunchucks. Yeah, yeah. And he buys them. And then like later before, he's like, oh, I'm going to play with the box. First, I got to play with these nunchucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just does that. That's why he has maybe, his shirt off. Maybe he had them sweaty. in his pocket because he didn't know what was going to come out of the box. So he might battle had to, them. Might have to fight it he's off. Like, of course. <laughs> yeah. Also, how dumb is that motherfucker? If it took him that long to open that box. Yeah. You yeah. just press the button. It's not a puzzle. Well, no. They. Th- no. That's what they explain. I don't know if they explain it in the first one, but I know later on in the series they, they don't they, drop they, some hard butter on it. They. Uh, they say that the Hell box butter. speaks to you. Because uh, yeah, okay, I got you that. have to like like everybody does the same motion to open it. Like they circle around yeah. with their thumb, but like. They don't know that that's what they have to do. It, like the box speaks to them and tells, like, kind of guides them, like how to open the box. Oh, uh, so he didn't really. It didn't speak to him until then. All right, yeah, I guess, yeah. There's, there's, but then there's, there's like, um, but there's also don't... like, like, how does the daughter know how to open it then? Yeah, if she's just doing it frantically. Well, well no, no. I think you might have missed this with subtitles too. Um, I think that was it. It was. Um, they don't mention it explicitly, but there, there is like a strange like change in the soundtrack. Sometimes right before the characters open the box, like almost as if it's um, telepathically speaking to them. Hmm. Okay. So, so like there, there's a scene, uh, the scene in the hospital where the daughter opens the box, like she kind of gets entranced by it. And then there's like a kind of a shift in the, the soundtrack huh. and then she opens it as if it was like communicating with her. Okay. I, so what you may, what you say what you're saying makes a lot of sense. I also don't understand how when certain people open the box either chains come out of it or it releases the demons and then when like other people open it it sucks the demons back in like Yeah. I don't get like does it just know who's opening it and what they're trying to do? Probably like, like what their intentions are or something if they're pure of heart or if they have a black soul maybe. I I, I got it more as a gateway to a dimension yeah so when they open it it's like the demons can come through and the chains obviously work for the de- the yeah. what c- c- cinnabites. 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 they're really into cinema yeah, yeah. <laughs> or cinnabon 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 bite-sized cinnabon Dude, why are called they, cinnabites why don't they what? have like fucking chatter or no the fucking fat one the glutton guy <laughs> why don't they have him like being like with oh, the, they're so delightful oh, really sweet Ozzy glasses yeah <laughs> job of the hut yeah <laughs> they're so sinfully delicious they're abs- sinfully let's yeah. go with a c sinfully. like cinnamon they're sinfully mm. delicious where is but i saw the boxes like <laughs> i really gateway. want cinnamon. yeah well, so they yeah, open it, and it there's a, like it's a gateway they can like the the demons, the cenophile bites, um, and the, the the hooky chains, they can come through. And then, if they kill somebody, the demons are like, "Hmm, I'm bored. No one to kill. I'm going back to the to you know the other dimension." Going they pop back, back in the, the box themselves. Yeah, uh, I don't. No, I don't think so. I think that once they're out, they're just they roam free until I, they get sucked back in. I just think what it and is. That's, it's that's it's, based off mm, of later movies. Yeah. Oh, okay. I think that because their whole goal, the demons' yeah. whole goal, is to overtake Earth and have them all like they're like, really like, shitty at that with one box. They want like yeah. um well in later movies there's more boxes, oh, but anyways no. um 
they want like outside hell, the they arc. want hell on earth basically and so like that was like the whole purpose of the box being created and yeah, but like, if they them, but their motivation sucks they live in hell why yeah, do they want hell on earth <laughs> ah earth is a little a little nicer yeah for our hell <laughs> i'm telling you little, these uh, movies don't less. make any sense yeah. Yeah. Like, their whole yeah. co- like goal and point of these movies is just to gross people yeah, out yeah. And, and like shock value Dude, um, speaking of shock value, though, remember when what's her face like the the mom or the stepmom who's oh. like, I hate religion. Ugh, everyone's so dumb. Can't we just move in like that lady where she's like upstairs and she finds Frank's box and she gets like the photos of him like like yeah. banging chicks and then she's like. I'm gonna save these for later and just puts them in her pocket. Well, she saved them because she wanted a picture of him. Yeah, exactly. And then later yeah. she tore that girl's. But still, it was kind of kind of fucking weird. I kind of got the feeling. I mean, even because rewatching it, I haven't seen it since you know for years, and so rewatching it, I, I, I remembered certain things, but I I didn't remember like plot. Yeah, yeah. Of the movie and stuff like that, but um, I kind of got really early on that she had a fling with him at some yeah. point. Like you can kind of tell just the way she was acting. And then yeah. when she started having the flashbacks. And oh, stuff. once she tore the photo where it was just the guy, I was like, oh, she's in love with him. And then yeah. they like have the flashbacks and you're like, she's in love with him because he was an asshole and banged her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like that woman is so, he straight up. Uh, yeah. Raped her. She's, she sucks. No, and she loved it. Oh yeah. She, he raped her. And then afterwards she was like, she's like, oh, I got raped. But whatever, it's fine. I mean, yeah. it's I just my brother-in-law. It's just my brother-in-law. No, like, no, she, she was wasn't, stoked on it. Yeah, she, she was just. He like, was like, he was like going at it, and she's like, "Yeah, I'm loving this." Like, it's it's she. That's the other thing too. Is yeah, that she is written. She sucks. Was she wearing her she's, wedding dress? It was like the day yeah. after her wedding, right? <laughs> yeah, or the she, day of. She was wearing her wedding dress. My oh favorite my is God. my favorite is when she's a shitty she person. Sucks. Yeah, she the, just the sucks. best is when, when he. I don't think they had any female writers on this movie. I'm just gonna say that. No. <laughs> when, when he sees the the his brother's daughter, his yeah. niece, yeah. and he's like, Come "Don't you remember? Daddy. Don't you remember Uncle Frank?" And yeah. he's like, "He's like, he's like from the wedding, from the, <laughs> from the wedding." <laughs> <laughs> Even though he creep. clearly wasn't at the ceremony. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, it's a f- full of plot holes. Yeah. But um, do they? I don't remember in the in this one. Do they show Pinhead turning into Pinhead? No, no, they don't. Pinhead no. just exists. You just, here's what happens. You don't even learn his for name. the first like third of the movie. You see like this guy. He the gets, first third of the movie is the mummy. Yeah. <laughs> Revelation, guys. Yeah, it's yeah. the same. Story oh as the God. mummy with Brendan Fraser. The, the fir- I hate Brendan Fraser. I don't know no why, way, but Biodome? I fucking hate him. Uh, <laughs> so good. He wasn't in. Monkey Biodome. wasn't Mon- in Biodome. He wasn't in Biodome. There was Stephen Baldwin and Paulie Shore. No, I'm thinking Bi- of Encino Man. Encino Man. Oh, Encino Man. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I don't know. I'm. I'm. Paulie Shore. Apologizing that I got those two movies mixed up. <laughs> why they're both great? I know, but Encino um, Man's a classic. So yeah. fucking. The first no, thir- in the juice. The first third of the movie is <laughs> like, yeah, he he's like, oh, I need Betty to get Nugs, this Betty thing, Nugs. and then Bad you meet this family, and they're just like moving in and shit, and there's flashbacks and all that stuff, and then you also even have the fucking like the reincarnation. Oh, that part was like freaky. Frank's reincarnation, like oh, so fucking. I hate when he oh. comes out, and then like you just see his brain like yeah. attached to him, and then uh, the next moment you see him like sitting up as a skeleton, and he's all. Oh, that was, yeah. <laughs> to me, that was almost shot for shot. 
the same transformation as in American Werewolf in London. Yeah? Have you guys seen that? I've never seen it. Ooh, I, I want to see it. In fact, well. I would check the makeup artist on this movie. I bet it's Rick Baker, the same yeah? guy who did that. Because, the, the I mean, that's what American Werewolf in London in is London, famous yeah. for, is the the practical effects and the transformation scene where he first yeah. transformed into a werewolf. Yeah. Incredible. But it's it almost mirrors that exact reincarnation. Yeah. Where his, like... He like falls on the ground into a little ball as a human, and then like these big wolf hands come out yeah. like this, and then he's like pulling himself up and, oh, and out, and then okay. he like goes into a big howl. Yeah, it's like I if if I had to guess that it was a straight homage to that, yeah. which was only about two or three years earlier. Also had uh, uh, the Britishness to it, yeah. and it was very heavy practical effects like this movie. Yeah, like I I was like, yep, this is this is All a right. little little tip tip the hat. It wasn't yeah. him, but yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. But I mean, they would have taken. They would have taken that. From I don't think they had yeah. the budget for. The, well, isn't that guy a big makeup guy? At the time, he he was you know kind of your average, oh, okay. average dude. Although he he did win an Oscar at some point. I don't know if it was for Werewolf in London or later, but. But yeah, you see all this shit, all this crazy shit. And you're like, okay, cool. The practical like, effects were great. Yeah, it, it's it looked. You know, like, holy shit, that's fucked up, Mm -hmm. you know, and they do all that. And then, and then you see the Cenobites. Like, you get a hint of it in the beginning where you see, like, his face chopped up in three pieces. But, like, the Cenobites Cenobites just come out of nowhere. Well, no, no, no. You see Pinhead in the opening scene after Frank gets ripped to pieces. Yeah. Pinhead shows up and closes the box and cleans it all up. Okay. Remember that? That's yeah. why. That's why. Um, that's when he pu- puts his face together, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Like and finds and pieces. That's of what I'm saying. Like you yeah, see ju- that. You see that. Like little yeah, piece there, there. Yeah. But like, there's no explanation. There's no nothing, and then nothing for like one third of the movie to like half of the Two movie. Two thirds. Yeah. And then like they just show up, and all of a sudden it's like, oh fuck, I gotta kill them. It's like we don't yeah. know. We I haven't seen them. And I want to know like how like how how did Frank escape hell? Like how did yeah. he not? Go like, to hell, okay, I and then he came back to life. I, think I understand he was, in, he was in hell, but for some reason, the blood of I understand his own the blood, because like, at, at his death site, his heart was like right there in the center of the house. Yeah, remember? but no, but they, it's not. Like that's not why the they say like he says I escaped, escaped hell. from hell. I escaped from hell, and, and, and he, now they're after. But me. he says it's because of you. Like it's because of my brother, because yeah. of his brother's blood. I don't um, think it has to do with. I don't think it matters if well, it's no. family. Well, yeah, it doesn't matter if it's family. It's just, just any blood. blood. But oh, here, okay. here, here's the thing. Okay, I get what they were getting at. You have that like beating heart thing, and then the blood falls there. <laughs> and that then... plastic bag. Yeah, the yeah, it was fucking weird. And then like you have that blood, and I don't know why, but it freaked me out when you see the blood fall on the ground, and it doesn't like, like it just stays there, and then like just kind of collects and like drains, and it doesn't stain. I don't know why, but that freaked me out. It was weird, but um. Like, okay, I get that. That brought him back. But why was his fucking garbage bag heart there anyway? Like, how did that get there? Pinhead, man. Like Not, pin- a, not a thorough dude. <laughs> so Pinhead <laughs> is like, okay, I'm going to take him to hell. Yeah, the rats will clean yeah, that up. I think that's how it is with any person that they that this happens to. Yeah. Because in the next movie, things like that, same kind of thing happens where, like, they take a... Uh, so you know at the end of this movie when bitch face stepmom dies, yeah. like remember they find her dead on the the bed, and at the end she's like gone. Same thing happened yeah. to her. They took her body to hell, or whatever. Mm. But in the next movie, they 
um, get blood on that same mattress, and she comes out of the mattress. Yeah, that's mm. weird. I don't know. It's it, it it to me. This is where I got like I started to really feel like a dimensional thing, and like they exist in that same spot, but just in a hell dimension, mm. and like they're pulled through the dimension with like the activation of blood apparently maybe it it was almost like satanic ritualistic to me yeah um and it's not that's not that's just my own like you know filling in the right because they don't explain it yeah there was i mean i feel like this movie had a lot of cool looking scenes or just really creepy scenes like when frank like when she first goes up in the attic and then frank like as a corpse, like just crawls like across the floor at her, like that yeah. was pretty fucking scary yeah. looking. Like I was like, oh fuck, yeah. um, just it, muscle man, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> just just shit like that. Woo! I thought that was um, a, I thought that was a cool effect, like that he was just like yeah, muscle and H- had like sinew and it's it's like if Harvey Dent's entire body were burned, yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly, and just like goopy stuff dripping off him all the time. Yeah. Ugh. Like he had that. Um, he Looks had like he's straight, out, straight out of a biology book. Yeah. Every time like she touched him, I was like, "How does that not sting?" Yeah. And yeah. she's like, "Oh, he's so hot. I want to kiss him." It's like, "Ugh, why?" And he puts on a white shirt. I was like, "Come yeah. on, bro." Yeah. <laughs> um, and then you had the thing like, where why like was hot? Sweat. The late eighties, though. Where what's her face? A bag um, of sweat. <laughs> the daughter, <laughs> where she's in the uh, the hospital, and then that thing like she's a pain, pulls her through the, the wall and stuff like that. Um, and it's chasing her down that yeah. hallway, you know, like so they had that, some that strange like little. It had like a needle butt, and yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> it was so weird. Yeah, <laughs> and had, like a fat baby face. Yeah, had some, <laughs> some cool fucking moments and shit, but it just felt like a did, series of scenes. Did Did you see? You know, did you feel that same scene where the the yeah. wall opens up and she's walking down that hallway and she's wearing white? Yeah. Again, I was like, is this like a straight homage to uh, Nightmare on Elm Street? Mm-hmm. Like in the boiler room in all yeah. white. I was like, mm, this guy is a horror fan. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, like I said, there's some cool scenes. It just felt like that's what it was. Like, oh, I have an idea for a cool scene. Here's a cool scene. Here's a cool scene. Okay, so I got to link them together. Uh, what if uh, this guy opens a box, he goes to hell, and then blood brings him back, and then they're trying to get him back. But he's trying to become human again or whatever. So we'll just, yeah. That's kind of what it felt like. But my favorite scene, I do have a favorite scene. It was, um, what's her name? Christy. Christy's nightmare or her dream. Is Christy the daughter daughter. or the stepmom? The The daughter. daughter. Okay. The dream that she has. Who looks like Ali Mattia. Have you ever met Ali Mattia, Evan? Yeah. No. (laughs) Looks like her with curly hair. Like almost like her mom. No. (laughs) All right. Anyways. But the dream that she had, do you remember that? Where like she's like in this room and it's like all white or whatever and then like blood just comes out of like the mattress yeah. or just or like oh, it's yeah. a sheet yeah. covering someone and it just starts to like soak red and blood and shit like that like that was a really cool scene and it was really unsettling especially because they never explain it and they never say like oh that's what it meant you know and, and I get it some things are better left unsaid but I feel like they were just like that's cool let's put that in there well we gotta come back around to that at some point in the movie well yeah. Yeah, and yeah. there there were a couple different characters who had kind of nightmarish, yeah, dreams like that. Right? Doesn't the stepmom have that early on? Has she has some sort of a thing right. like that too? Yeah, um, she has that like sex dream and titty count too. Mm-hmm. You see two titties in this movie. Unfortunately, it's you see the same one twice, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. stepmom's tits. Which and then like it's all sexual, where like that dude cuts himself with like the fucking with the fucking nail. 
Oh, that's her uh, husband. Yeah, her yeah. husband, and yeah. then like that's like right, of course, right when like it's yeah. at its climax in her in her daydream in yeah. her memory. But how yeah. is also like that nail scratch? Also, uh, he was bleeding like he freaking cut himself open with yeah. a bandsaw, leaking like a sieve. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know, dude. That's um, fine. I, I can, I can let that one slide. This one, maybe happened. those guys jam that mattress into them. <laughs> jam it. Who, who, by the way, delivers a mattress? Like, hey, you got any beer before I push this mattress? Yeah, up you stairs? got any beer? <laughs> hey, is that your daughter? She's fucking banging. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna do that. Yeah. <laughs> um, it did have a lot of like lines in it, though. Like, just a lot of like weird lines, stuff like where Frank is talking to Christy. He's like, "Is your uncle Frank come to daddy?" Yeah. Or no, when he turns, oh yeah, there's a whole thing where he, he basically like lives inside of his brother's skin. Yeah, he takes his skin off and puts his skin on. Yeah, he himself. he he puts his brother's face on, right? His whole body. Because the they find her, but they find yeah. the brother upstairs, and he's like completely oh, yeah. stripped yeah. of his skin, yeah. which. Is impossible, but also I was thinking about how you know, like earlier in the movies when he's yeah. like feeding. Wait, quote did you say it's impossible? Have you seen Face Off? No, I'm not <laughs> saying it's impossible for a face, for an <laughs> yeah. entire body. Uh, yeah, all right, bag of bones. <laughs> <laughs> um, he took his face off. <laughs> um, I think Face Off was inspired by this movie. Yeah, probably. Also, the Mummy. Yeah, <laughs> uh, the original Mummy was inspired off of this movie. No, like the nineteen twenties, no, the, the Brendan Fraser. Oh, not me. Um, uh, what was I saying? You where he takes off his? I got skin. a weird six no. degrees to the oh, original mummy. Though. Um, you know, earlier like when she's like feeding him, quote unquote, yeah. and like when he's like trying to regenerate. Yeah, how he just like shoves his hand in the person, the back of the person's like skull, yeah, and, like, yeah. somehow drinks their blood. That's where that? the soul mm-hmm. is. Oh, <laughs> that's where. The oh yeah, soul I can pull fiction. Yeah. He just takes their soul like that. That's why he's Shang Tsung. Yeah, I think that's a made-up f- fairy tale. But probably, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but I just thought it was like crazy. Like, how is like a just a man of muscle gonna rip through someone's? Yeah, like, like yeah. I don't know. Their protective layer, also <laughs> known as the skin. This this movie's like kind of magical and dimensional. It's demon Chanel. De- yeah, demons oh, come out of a box, I go. guess. So why can't he tear tear off? Is, uh, and what I'm confused about is is he killing the rats to eat them? I don't Does he have to eat? The rats? No, he's just fucking around. He's just like a just, He's just like oh, I'm just bored. bored. <laughs> yeah, which wait, he was rats. killing rats? Yeah, remember he like, like nailed it to, to the, the wall. wall? Yeah. Oh yeah. But but it, to me it was like curious behavior because I was like, he didn't Kill random things before this. He was just a well, we slob. Well, yeah. I mean, he might have. He was in Morocco, like looking for a fucking hell box. Well, they didn't establish that. They established that he uh, liked to bang a lot of broads. Yeah, and that he obviously didn't care about any sort of like sanitary situation. Yeah, yeah. but um, apparently he's a rat murderer, and women find it sexy. Like, ooh, you killed that rat good, baby. And he just cuts that rat when she's having sex with her husband. Yeah. I was going to say, that was fucking, like, terrible. That was weird. It was fucking scary. Like, he's just yep. coming up and she's like, no. Now, the other thing, though, about that fucking scene is her husband is trying to have sex with her. Yeah. And she's obviously, like, in some discomfort, right? And she's like, no. She's she's talking she's to Frank behind him. But she's no. like, no. <laughs> No, no, no. She keeps like fucking 10 times, 11 times. This guy's just going for and it. And he doesn't not he doesn't even ask what's wrong. 
you know, like you feel like if someone's like, no, 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 you'd be like, well, what's, what's wrong? Because like, I, like, there's a the whole like, well, you get me all wound up, and now you're yeah. not gonna like. I understand that, but like, I feel like it was like, no, no. It's you like, should have stopped like thirty seconds you, early. You just yeah. stop, and you're like, you're like, oh, what, what's well, wrong? What's wrong? And you try to negotiate for sex at that point. You're like, well, maybe if you take some medicine, we could still have sex and it'll be okay. Like no, Nyquil? Yeah. No, no. <laughs> like rupees? No. Oh my god, no! You guys are going dark. I meant well, she had a headache. <laughs> well, you know, true. Rape runs in this family. Oh so. my god! Oh no. <laughs> that's that's where Frank got it from yeah. from his brother, older bro. Uh, but yeah, like he there was just, a serious age gap too, right? Yeah, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. But there were way too many. No, please don't. Yeah, stop. Yeah. Yeah. Before she he sucked. even stopped, and when he stops, he's like, "Well, I'm pissed." It's not like, "Whoa, what's what the fuck's wrong?" Yeah. Hey, like, when you got okay. blue balls, God. I mean, <laughs> oh no. <yeah. laughs> um, We've all been there. In in any case, you know, um, oh god, I'm looking at you, Chewy. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> um, I've sliced a rat to make sure my woman doesn't have sex with a man. <laughs> I don't know why that got me. <laughs> to make sure what my <laughs> woman doesn't have sex, sex with, with another someone. man. <laughs> 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 Just because you said it so dry, you're like, I've sliced the. I'd slice a rat to do that to make sure <laughs> she doesn't. Um, but yeah, so then there's the whole wrap up thing, and like you know, Christie's like, "I'm the hero," and like saves she she kills the Cenobites somehow by like completing a different piece of the puzzle, and she just locks them back in, right? She locks yeah. them back in, and they go away or whatever. And I'm like, what I want to know is when she was in the hospital. Remember, she's like, "I need to make a call." Like they seem to be like really against her, like using that. He's like, "You kept you know saying something about this." box and like oh you're not touching that box or whatever like there seemed to be like something with the hospital where they're like don't let her near the box oh like, but then they just give it to her right? yeah then they oh, just maybe give this it will to help. her i don't was, i'm trying to remember i'm having trouble remembering the hospital scene yeah it was just i feel like because the second movie, a lot of it took place in a hospital, and I'm sorry that I watched the second one because I'm getting okay. kind of mixed up. <laughs> <All right. laughs> the first one is very strange because there, you're right. There's a nurse in the room with her watching television as if on guard, like she tried yeah. to kill herself or something. Yeah. And then like the doctor comes in. It's very weird. Why do they have the box? I like I had trouble following where well, the box she, was. She had the box when she w- ran away. Ran yeah. away. So I get. Oh that yeah, they're wasn't like, she running away and she like fainted on like the yeah, side of the street? Like yeah. Okay, yeah. But but like I feel like they would just be like, oh okay, well here's your shoes, here's your clothes, here's your box, here's your Walkman. You know, like I feel like they would just be like, here's your stuff. Yeah, not be so suspicious. Try, about try that not shit. to like move around very much. Yeah. You need your rest, but they're like, well, don't they're, don't they're, go near the box. They're not gonna give her her like a crazy person their stuff back. They're probably gonna keep her there. Well, it was a regular hospital though. She just fainted. She's not crazy. Yeah, yeah. but she. I think she was like mumbling stuff about well, yeah like but the, that happens when people like have a stroke or like faint and stuff like that you know uh, all i'm saying is that they're probably their protocol was probably yeah. to to test her on some it's, mental stuff it just kind of seemed like they were in on the box or something it was so weird yeah it was weird um but at the end she saves the day uh and, I, and then that fucking, needle butt comes back though yeah that needle mm-hmm. butt comes back she, she notices too she's like oh my god the box is a pyramid which means needle butts coming yeah she's yeah like, no <laughs> she's Wait, like, did i it, remember did this? it turn into that like that like dagger looking 
Yeah, it was like some diamond specific, yeah, yeah like weird diamond, yeah, pyramid yeah. shape. Yeah. Um, and then she sees that homeless guy that earlier just ate a bunch of grasshoppers. Yeah. At, <laughs> and he played no that? part in the movie. He played later no on? part. He walks up in the middle of the movie. He he like follows. Well, she had seen. Yeah, she would seen him a couple times. She'd oh, seen him once. Cr- no, creepy. The the scene at the dock. Yeah. Well, I was like, what the fuck at the dock. Or was it the dock? Or she was like walking by a warehouse. Or yeah, whatever. and then yeah, like yeah, that yeah, guy yeah. is just like looking at her, the homeless guy or whatever. Yeah. When she was and with then, her wacko boyfriend. Yeah, and then they end up going to the. Uh, well, she goes to the pet store. She's, she's working, working at there. a pet store. Yeah, and then he just walks in. And he's just like eating grasshoppers. Like and she yells at him to get out. She yells at him to get out, and like the lady there's like, "You're rude. Your service sucks. I want to talk to a manager." It's like, "Uh, can you not see this?" Yeah. This There's man a, eating grasshoppers. He's eating <laughs> our products, and our products are live animals. You got you guys watch New Girl? Yeah. No. The yeah. the the guy that that guy remind me outside Nick, like the bum that lives <laughs> outside their house <laughs> or outside Dave. <laughs> I haven't seen that. I don't know what we're talking. Get with about. the program. No, I'm sorry. The program is New Girl. Um, and then the and then she saves the day, and at the end you have the 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 homeless guy again there, and then he turns into a demon a and dragon. flies away. A dragon and he picks flies up the away. box. He picks right? up the box and flies. Lights away. on fire. I don't remember yeah. this. Turns into a dragon. Yeah. Flies away, and then she is within the box. What? Right. That it got really confusing there. Well, it like they use like the center of the box like as like this fade out thing, and so like I- iris, yeah, yeah, as an iris, and like you see her in the center of it. So like she's still there with her boyfriend or whatever. She saved the day, even though her dad is dead and her stepmom is dead. Like everyone's dead. You know, at and that she point. works at a pet store for a living now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and her boyfriend doesn't look like he's gonna be much help. Let's be real; yeah. he looks like the type to be like, uh, "That was fucking crazy. I'm out of here." Yeah. Yep. Um. You know, it goes like that. that, and then hot. it goes it goes back to <laughs> it goes back to Morocco or Marrakesh or wherever the fuck it was, and then the the old guy's like, "What's your pleasure?" Again, I uh. Yeah, but it, it made me seem like because it does this iris out so that it shows it closes on her and her boyfriend watching this demon dragon fly away. Uh, it closes that she is inside the box, and I was like, okay, that's a cool like little transition, little match yeah. on action. But uh, it also made me think like, so she didn't beat the Cenobites, and she's in the no. Hell well, I don't think box? she's in the box physically. I think it's just the whole like. Like, the, oh, did she save it? You the know. second, the so sec- so the um, homeless guy turns into the dragon, flies off of the yeah. box, presumably. Yeah, exactly. The second movie, they pull a uh, uh, Halloween on us, and they the, it starts off like right after the first one. Like she's in, yeah. like a mental hospital because yeah. of what happened. Yeah, like right after the yeah. movie, that last movie ends. So she's not in the box. Okay, she's just in a mental hospital. She's yeah. of the box now, though, and she's being questioned by police and stuff. But where's um, the box? What's in the box? You know what? I never, you know, I never understood and or thought. I just thought it was weird. In the beginning, they show it, and then they show it in the other movies and stuff too. But you know, like when, like when all of a sudden the attic room or whatever turns into the, the freaking chain room, and there's just that 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 spinning piece of wood with like faces on it and stuff and like different things nailed to it and it's just making like clinky like like those like those wind chimes that are made out of wood what is that thing 
What is that? It's a hell chime. It's a hell rain stick. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. I don't know why it that was, appears. It was a thing that they're like, wouldn't this be a fucked up thing to look at? Yeah. Every yeah, time that box it. opens, it's just like a Salvador Dali painting. Yeah. My favorite part is at the end when Frank gets chained again and his face is getting pulled apart and he just goes, Jesus wept. Yeah, he's like, Jesus <laughs> wept. And then he gets ripped apart. He gets ripped apart, dude. That was pretty fucking the metal. Well, yeah, I, very end, I know. I'm trying to th- like, is he is he kind of like shoving it in Jesus's face? Like, hey, I'm being crucified and I'm not weeping. You're you're weak. I don't know. Like, what was I the- was reading in the the trivia notes on IMDb that uh, <clears throat> originally Clive Barker wanted him just to say "f you" and then get ripped yeah. apart, but then the like hey, you dude- don't even cuss. You're so like mm, proper. I'm the Shut bad up. one. And uh, and the some dude uh, I'm trying to remember his name. Andrew Robinson, whoever that is in the movie, yeah. uh, had him or convinced him to change it. So he chose that, it. Change. That is the father, I think. Andrew Robinson. I think, is, that's, I think that's dad. Yes, yeah. Larry. Yeah. But Larry, uh, his name was Larry because but he was the it, actor in it. Because that yeah. was yeah. he was in his skin. Isn't but, it because he's he's in a crucifixion pose, right? Uh, yeah. I don't know. I mean, he's, he's getting like pulled yeah. apart. Yeah, I think it. No, I think it's just this movie's. Weird. It plays on like religious stuff a lot, and but then it also like plays not, on yeah sadomasochistic stuff, sure, which is yeah. like sexy time. Clearly, <laughs> stepmom was into the yeah, sadomasochistic. Fifty Shades stuff. of Gray before there were, fi- but when there was one shade of gray, that's black. all it was. Yeah, yeah black or um, red. Um, so like I don't know. I I just feel like it was just more of like yeah, like it was supposed to be like a slap in the face, like yeah. To God or Jesus or whatever. Yeah. Like well, after just... he said it, that that Kanye West song stuck in my head. <laughs> she says walks <laughs> with me. But you changed the word to wept instead yeah. of walked. Yeah. yeah. With me. Um, <laughs> I don't know yet. Yeah, it is. It's a movie. It was weird. It had some cool parts to it. You know, there was some freaky stuff. But uh, yeah, um, I, I want to know. Go ahead. Go ahead. You. Were I don't know. Something. I just like even watching like the like I watched up to four. Which is yeah, Hellraiser Bloodline. Okay, and that even like that movie explains why and how the box is created, mm-hmm. and you know it leads up to and then Bloodline takes place like in the like I don't know twenty one yeah. year twenty one something. Uh-huh. It's like in the future, so like <clears throat> you get kind of like that angle of it, like the history of it, and then like how and I think I think Hellraiser two you. Is the scene where they show Pinhead becoming Pinhead, um, and it still like doesn't make any sense. Like Pinhead yeah. finds the box and he's like a soldier in like the Vietnam War or something like that, and he opens it. And if I feel like like who what how, who decides who becomes a Cenobite and who yeah. doesn't, and like and who just gets like torn apart. Yeah, shit. like I don't I don't get it, and it, like that's the kind of stuff where I just it confuses me and like. So the box this decides. box was around well before but the mm. box was around well way before yeah. Pinhead. Yeah. So how is Pinhead the leader of the Cenobites? Cuz he's that deepest evil, deepest darkest soul. Yeah. Guess, but I think this is predicated on the fact that they have to make him the leader of the Cenobites because he's the most memorable part of the the first movie. But they're all in the first movie. 
All the Cenobites. We, I feel like oh, we I see know. the other but Cenobites I, more than Pinhead. But I'm saying Pinhead is is what people remember about the movie. You know yeah. what I mean? So that's why he's like the the leader. He's on he's on the cover. It, he, they kind of establish him as a leader. So I think they just had to kind of write him yeah. a backstory the, yeah. afterwards. I was I was uh, reading about the names of the Cenobites because they don't really have names. Like Pinhead's not really yeah. even his name. And They're, the uh, is uh, none of the sequels are written by Clive Barker, right? No. So he just did the first one. Yeah, they're so they're creating a backstory, but they don't, you know. Yeah. yeah. I think I, I think I read that he wrote or at least co-wrote one of the later ones. Mm. Um, like I don't know, like I know way he, later ones. I know he produced one of the later ones. Yeah, maybe that was it. But um, the, like the, you know the fat Cenobite. Yeah. Like his name like in the credits or whatever yeah. is Butterball. Butterball. <laughs> oh yeah. What's cool is in the second one you uh they the the chick the like daughter in this movie or whatever yeah. I forget her name. She like quote unquote kills them but yeah. like it basically like this thing shoots into them and like they turn into like what who they originally were. Yeah. Kind of thing. And you see like like Butterball Butterball just turns into this like kind of fat like nerd dude. Yeah, and then this Balrog from Street Fighter. And then, just stick with the same thing. Yeah, and then the Chatterbox yeah. guy turns into like a little kid. He's oh, like a really? like a fourteen year old kid. Wow. And then I don't remember the girl. And then Pinhead obviously is the dude. Yeah, the girl but, turns into Meg Ryan in GIG. Yeah. Her name is Deep Throat. Her cinnabite <laughs> name is it really? Yeah, because her like yeah. throat is split open right there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, I, I guess points. the whole point, or, like, quote-unquote point, like, especially later on, of the whole series would just be that, like, you know, evil is anywhere. Like, it doesn't, it's not always, like, what you would think it would be. And that would make sense with what, you know, you're talking about there, like, a little 14-year-old boy or whatever. You wouldn't look at a 14-year-old boy being like, oh, that's, like, the embodiment of evil or something like that. You know what I mean? So I guess it could just be trying to do that sort of thing. Like, anybody can be really fucked up. But it kind of offers no other insight as to how to prevent that. It's just like, yeah, it could be fucking anyone. That guy, that's that guy fucking sucks. He's got a dark soul. That's a real He's gonna get you. Well, that's a real problem with the movie to me. Yeah. Is it loses a bit of its um, uh, like like I don't I don't know like substance when it, the box doesn't care who opens the box. Whoever opens yeah. the box gets eaten by Cenobite. Yeah, hooks essentially, not necessarily. They they either get fish hooked or they become a cinnamon. No, right? no, because she opens it. Remember in the beginning, and he comes out and he uh, he realizes that she didn't open it with the same intentions that most people open it with. He says that she's a, she's pure. Yeah, and so they don't. But they're gonna take her to hell she, later because she, she they feel like she's trying to trick them. No, no, no. They say we're gonna take you to hell, and she says, "Wait, wait, wait, wait. What if?" I can give you the guy that escaped. And like, what? Nobody has ever escaped. And they're like, and she was like, no, no shit. He, he escaped. Mother, motherfucker escaped. No, I remember at one point they come and, and they're like, wait, like he gets all weirded out and he's like, no, so we're, what, we're not here. Or like the hospital scene, what she does is she says, don't take me. They're like, we're going to take you. And she's like, don't take me. I will trade you the right, I know. one guy who's escaped for my life. And they're like, hmm. I do, they're interested in that, but I'm not going to guarantee that we're not going to take you. Yeah, because so, you're pure. Right. And we've but they, never had pure he, before. He's like, we want to take, we have so many things to show you. Like, we want to take you. And then they we show up in that. Such sights to show you. They show up yeah. in the house 
And they're like, okay, where's this guy you're going to show us? And then we can make our deal. And she's she's not able to show them him. And they're like, you're, you know, yanking our chain. We're just going to take you now. No, I know. I I remember all that. But they were going to take her to begin with, though. I don't remember. Maybe I'm mixing it up with another one. But there's a, maybe it was the second one where one of the girls, somebody opens a box and they come and they're like, wait, this isn't right. And like, they've realized that like, whoever opened the box didn't intend to open the box and they're not they don't have yeah, a dark that's, soul that's, that's not this another one, one. because okay. she she acts kind of accidentally opens the box like the box woos her and then she opens it and then they're like you're fucked we're taking you to hell yeah and she's I like, don't I'll, like to, I'll trade like, his life for how, mine and they're like man maybe how like the box just flies out of people's hands and then finishes the job for yeah. them and they're like hey i didn't do all that yeah exactly <laughs> hey knock that shit off <laughs> yeah i just circled around this circle i was just playing thumb. with the rim yeah but that's rim again job. That's the problem is like the inconsistency. If the box were almost like a judgment day, you know, like a, like, you know, you open this box and it's like, oh, you're, you're fucked or, you know, mm, you're pure. Okay. Um, then I think you could see like a kind of a, uh, you could build a very good like theme with that. But because it's just like, whoever opens me, I'm going to fucking kill you. Yeah, it's, it's like um, Pandora's box then. Yeah. Just don't open the box. Um, Hell's desperate for souls. <laughs> so, James, that kind of takes us to now that you're talking about, you know, something a little bit more critical there. What, um, what is your killer dissection for this for this movie here? Yeah, uh, I, I, let's well, let's step sing, back sing, a little sing, bit. Sing, 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 sing. I guess um, singing old Mandarin hymns. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so racist! Stop it! Oh my god, that's a Saskatchewan. Oh. Proverb. Okay. Yeah. Saskatchewan. That's just Proverb. Saskatchewan. I'm Canadian. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. So let's kind of take a step back from like the plot line of the movie. Yeah. And let's look at Hellraiser in the canon of movies. Okay. Can we do that for a minute? Yeah, yeah. Can, we, can we go in like the step back machine? Yeah. <laughs> yep. That was good. Um, yeah, that was we good need noise. a soundboard in this joint. We yeah. do. We need. That. Drop the hard butter. <laughs> And we hard butter, just like yeah. like buttons, like just yeah. yeah. We'll just become those guys. Those the, obnoxious. Have like a Wilhelm scream on there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Kill, kill that knife, yeah. knife noise, pterodactyl sound. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so let's step step back. Obviously, this movie is very eighties, right? You got the really cool practical effects. Yep. You have the use of a um, orchestral score, uh-huh. right? Uh, and you have the presence of like a what we now call like a classic eighties horror villain, right? Yeah. Hellraiser, uh Freddy Krueger, Jason Voorhees. Jason Voorhees, Michael Myers. Yep. So if we think about the horror canon, what are the movies that we appreciate you know, some of the movies that are most well known, considered classics. I think maybe if we were gonna start to build a formula for what makes a well received or a well remembered horror movie is yeah. This idea maybe of a classic horror villain. You know, a lot of the horror movies that we tend to grasp onto have this this uh, villain that we can identify. Not identify yeah. with. I'm just saying identify. And this, I mean, think about... Something that's familiar to us. Think about even, you know, after Caligari, you had... Think about Dracula. You know, all the universal monster movies that people attach to. You had Dracula. You had The Mummy. You had Frankenstein. Right? Yeah. You're the Wolfman. Yeah. Those are the classics, right? And then think about what other horror classics that there are. There's, a, you know, maybe the creature from the Black Lagoon. Okay. You have the creature and 
then in the 70s, 80s, you had the Michael Myers, the uh, Jason Voorhees, the Freddy Kruegers, you know, the Candymans. Yeah. So if I'm saying if we if say we were to start out a uh, a formula, and oh. I mean that even sorry that that even carries out into the future. Like I I was trying to think while you were talking about this, I'm like that kind of died out, but we still have it. I mean, you know, eventually you had Leatherface. Leatherface. You know that and that was from back then, but like current, like you have uh, Jigsaw. Jigsaw, big time. You know, for for the Saw series, yeah, yeah that's Jigsaw what kept that going. Saw. Was Jigsaw? Yeah, was the creepiest part of all this. I mean, you could say like, uh, you got like the, the chick from the ring, I guess. But like, scream mask. Yeah, there you go. This, yeah, Ghostface. Yeah. Ghostface. I I could even say, what about Annabelle? If she's got her a series Annabelle? of movies coming, right? Yeah. So it, it's not maybe as a deep of a pond mm-hmm. as it used to be. But um, it's still carrying along. Anyway, sorry to interrupt you. I just kind of was thinking about yeah, that. Yeah, it's still going. Absolutely. But Jig- Jigsaw is a prime example yeah. of like the, your 2000 was, classic villain. Yeah. Um, so if we were to start to build a formula, a Y equals, uh, you know, MX plus B, um, that's a slope under a slope, line, math majors, yeah. yeah. Uh, maybe we could start with iconic horror villain. Yeah. Is is the first step to a successful horror movie? Yeah, you gotta have someone that you could look at and be like, "That guy's fucked up." Yeah. Why do we think? I mean, we all thought Hellraiser. We were excited to see this. Why? Because we all know who Pinhead is. Yeah. yeah. Why were we excited to watch Leprechaun? Because <laughs> yeah. everybody knows that little little <laughs> asshole. <right? laughs> yeah. That's true. Uh, why is Child's Play like <gasps> so addicting? Because you know Chucky. <sighs> it's almost like if you can, if you can. Um, associate your your fear or your the fear, feeling of fear with a character. People tend to attach to that. Yeah, you know. So it's very interesting to me to kind of like maybe explore. We find most frightening something that a, a character that can embody. Yeah, you know, fear. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's kind of like it's essentially like our modern folklore, is what that is. You know, back before movies, before anything like that. You know, we had legends. We had a boogeyman, you have this, you have that, you know, and every town, every place has their own legends. But like, this is kind of the way that it works now. You know, back then you had the stories that your mom told you, Mm -hmm. that your grandma told you or whoever it was, you know, and usually then your dad would tell you the scary stories, you know, And, and so would your grandpa and stuff like that. And they were usually like way back then, you know, they were based on where you lived. It was like, oh, you see that house over there? That, you know, that's where blah, blah, blah lived and stuff like that. And with, you know, movies being what they are and as global as they are or as they became, you know, um, through like the early part of, of, of this era, you know, it, it said, well, you no longer have to rely on these people around you telling you these stories. We now have people that are really good at telling stories yep. and they're going to tell it to a millions well, yeah film was the first global communication device yeah i mean well i guess you could argue radio, radio. but radio radio had limit, limits on distance still yeah um but that plays that's you know that's absolutely right like it's a global message uh and i think you touched on something that we need to explore and continue to explore obviously not all right now but you touch on the idea that uh it's folklore right um, yeah and what do we always i mean to bring this around what do we always talk about with horror movies is that the prime audience for a horror movie is teens. Yeah. The prime audience for folklore is teens. 
And what are you normally telling teens with folklore and or horror movies? Cautionary tales. Cautionary right? tales. This is why the virgin is al- always lives. This is why yeah. the people who have sex always die first, right? Yeah. So as we continue to explore the depths of the horror conventions and horror stereotypes, maybe we can see from society some of these stereotypes are built into the idea of horror movies as folklore, as cautionary tales. Yeah. For for me, that uh, that makes sense. And, and for me, that's one of the reasons why I'm like, you know, I would watch this movie again if I was showing someone this movie. Like if I was like, oh, you got to check this movie out. You've never seen it before. Because one, you, you know, it's a classic, like we said. You know, it's one of those things you just have to, you know, have seen, I think, especially if you're into horror or anything like that or you want to speak to that. Um, but I, I wouldn't watch it on my own because it, it missed the mark. There, I, I look at it, there were some cool effects. There was some pretty messed up parts and some funny parts or whatever. But there was no, you know, if this is folklore, there was no cautionary tale behind it other than, oh, if there's a box that, that contains bad things, don't open it. Don't be a sexual deviant. Yeah, I mean, you just have that. Don't well, be a sexual deviant. Yeah. But even then, it's like uh, the what's this, the, the husband, he... He was like, oh, I'm just white bread. I, I I do, you know, I take care of my family. And he ends up being a victim. Well, he didn't care about his brother. I guess. So, right? like, family or whatever. It's just, it's very thin. I think we have to dig for, like, the moral. Yeah, we don't we don't know the backstory of his first wife, either, that he had his daughter with. And, That's true. You know, we don't know a lot about that character. We do know the daughter, who yeah. is depicted in white often. And, and like she seemingly pure and she's got her own job and she yeah. wants to move out. She wants to be her own person does live. Yeah. You know, as the heroine. Yeah. It just, uh, you know, it's one of those things where I'm like, okay, they could have done a little bit of a better job tying. Some I of agree. These underlying yeah. points that they were trying to make. Um, but like I said, I would show someone and I'd sit there and watch it again. If I was showing, I'm probably not going to go sit down and watch it again. And be like, Oh, I feel like watching this, you know, yeah. how about you, Evan? Um, Past I'm kind judgment. of the same thing. Like, if I was showing somebody, but like, I feel like if I didn't watch this movie for like ten years, and then I was like, oh, I forgot about this movie. Yeah, or, yeah. Like, I forgot what happens or whatever. Or it was like on TV. Like, I rewatch. Yeah, yeah, it's. I, I I was when you were saying that this movie is like a classic. I was in my mind. I mean, I kind of wanted to disagree, but I think it's only a classic because of like you're saying, like yeah. pinheads. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which Absolutely. Fails, but Absolutely. I w- but I wouldn't even say that like movie wise that it was a cla- it's a classic. I don't feel like it's like I an amazing movie to where maybe not mainstream. Maybe it's more yeah. of a cult classic because you had the comic book spinoff. Then yeah, you yeah. had all the all the sequels. Like clearly there was a a, a, audience, a niche right? audience. Yeah. For this, I just don't yeah. I don't put I, I like Halloween as a classic. Well, yeah, you know, like things, movies like I, that. Like, I wouldn't put it on the same level. I, as I see what you're saying. You want to define classic. To you, classic is like a classic, almost like a masterpiece. Whereas this is definitely not a masterpiece. This is no. just this is just a well-known icon yeah. in Pinhead. It's, but I, I I feel like too like like most people they know who Pinhead is or they recognize him, but they don't. They've never seen the movie. It, exactly. Or they, that's you know. Well, that could, that could be with a ton of horror movies. Yeah, I guess. Right? And and that's true, and that's why I, I didn't mean. Stephanie like knows a, who Jason is. She's never seen any of the Friday the Thirteenth. You know, I didn't mean classic. Like, oh, it's fantastic. Just more classic. Like, it has a place in horror canon. Yeah. It has a place mm-hmm. in pop culture, and you know, I think with that, 
we, the viewers, have a certain responsibility to kind of inform ourselves and develop our own opinion and be like, yeah, you know, it's kind of like gross and creepy, but whatever. You know, that's kind of my opinion on it. it sounds like you're kind of the same opinion-ish. How about you, James? I think this movie sucks. Yeah. It's bad. But yeah. I will say, so is Evil Dead, the first one. Dude, I love the first Evil Dead. I go back and watch it because this I think this movie draws some similarities. The first 45 minutes of both movies are like... Um, <laughs> um, Evil Dead is, to me, uh, a lot closer to my, he- uh, yeah. my heart because one, I love Bruce Campbell, and yeah. two, I think the filmmaking is much more creative than Evil yeah. Dead. But I just... I'm, I'm hearkening back to um, some of the movies we, we really attach to when you go back and watch them, you're attached more to like the series of them or yeah. like the, the fic, the fan fiction of them. Like I, I, I would say like Hellraiser probably has a big following through all the, the scope yeah. right, of Hellraiser, the world and, and evil dead as well. Like evil dead. If you watch the first evil dead and you liked it and then you watch the second evil dead and it's like even better. And then you will know army of darkness and all this, yeah. you know, you have this fond attachment, but the first movie still isn't, in, in both of these series, it's like, it's very establishing. Yeah. It's not, you know, you remember the, the, the key scenes, but there's a lot of fill. Yeah. Um, and I hate, well, now I hate to be comparing the two movies because I love Evil Dead, but I did not like this movie. But I, I just attached, you know, I attached to Evil Dead because I found it more entertaining. Yeah. Um, but this, this being said, this, I think, established a whole whole world so i can see why people would really get behind this you know they could find this super interesting you know be very interested in and questioning like where do these cinnabites come from you know what is this like dimension what's the race i see where people get attached to it i just didn't get attached to it i was distracted by kind of the like the loopholes that we looked at and the poor filmmaking and there's nothing kind of revolutionary about it i was when i finished it i was just bored and i was like oh the second one's on netflix so i watched the second one because i remember watching the second one i remember things from the second movie when i was a kid too and um the two it's it's kind of like halloween like the first two like play really close together to each other yeah and then which is an exciting idea to me i'm like oh movies that are actually like sequel sequels yeah Yeah. and then the rest after that like i started watching then i watched the third one and i was like okay and then the fourth one bloodline was like i remember watching that distinctly and so I remembered a lot from that movie. And then I think like, like I still like, I kind of want to watch the fifth one. Like it's one of those. Yeah. Like you're saying, like it's more like the series. Is that what, what kind of is more, me? It's more interesting than the individual. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you'll remember the key moments throughout the series. And I think that's what really people get attached to, you know, because yeah. obviously this movie is not very good. What's well, even like the nightmare on Elm Street movie is like, yeah, yep. not one. I mean like the first couple were not, they're very good. Yeah. Friday the, <laughs> Friday the Thirteenth, the first one where Jason isn't even in it. No, oh, yeah. you know, people, but it's that one's actually kind of reverse, where like that movie's pretty creepy, but there's nothing to really attach onto. And you're like, oh, I'll see the second one because the first one was creepy, and then they introduce like an even creepier character, and you're like, yeah. oh, yeah. I was, uh, I was sorry, real quick before yeah, we cool. wrap up or whatever we're doing. Um, I was uh, reading on IMDb just about facts about the movie and stuff, and um, there's kind of like a little factoid about the where they got the idea for the cube and stuff like yeah, that yeah. it's kind of cool um i'll just read it real quick it says the concept of a cube being used as a portal of hell is it has its basis in the urban 
uh, and the urban legend of the Devil's Toy Box, which concerns a six-sided cube constructed of inward-facing mirrors. According mm-hmm. to the legend, individuals who enter the structure and then close it will undergo surreal, disturbing phenomenon which uh, that will uh, simultaneously grant them a revelatory experience and permanently warp their mind. Oh, shit, dude. So, so if you, you think about that, like, like that, yeah, it's kind of like... I want to fucking open that box. <laughs> I still probably wouldn't want to open that box. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a bunch of hippies from the sixties. But it's like it makes more sense, like where yeah. they got the idea from yeah. that, I guess. So, cool. I don't know. Well, thanks for ch- chatting about this movie with us. As always, you know, here, like I, I love, I fucking love this because I don't get to really talk horror movies with like other people. So, like, this is fucking awesome. I just get to kind of like get all this like little chatty time here with all the. Horror guys, hot, um, hot horror boys, hot horror boys. Oh, that's our new nickname right there. Can we? Can that be our first T-shirt? Hot horror boys. Yeah, yeah. Making, James, mm-hmm. making, yeah. And then on the back it says "Dropping Hard Butter." There you go, dropping hard butter. Um, speaking of dropping hard butter, I'm gonna drop some hard butter as to what we're gonna do next time here on the show. So next time we're gonna watch. It's a newer movie. Um, we you might have seen the trailer for it. It's just now available on Netflix, so that's part of why we want to do it. It's easily available. Um, it's from 2014. It's called A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night. It is unrated. It is um, actually an Iranian film. Um, Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> God. <laughs> um, that's Evan. You know where to get at hey, him on Twitter. Come on. <laughs> Um, director I Anna, could show you some good Iranian films actually. Anna Lily Like Ar- Iranian porn <laughs> Amirpour oh, yeah. um, She also wrote it Anna Lily Amirpour um, And kind of the, the phrase That gets thrown out there And people are like Oh what kind of movie is it um, The phrase that gets uh, thrown out there Is well it's the first Iranian vampire western So it's kind of a you weird got James there He's yeah, interested. it's a weird mix there. It's gotten some pretty good reviews before. So, again, that's 2014's A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night. That is available on Netflix. You don't and you don't see vampires in hot temperatures very often. That's true. That's yeah. true. But that's why she probably walks at night. Hmm. Um, speaking of Netflix. With me, with me. <laughs> speaking of Netflix, uh, The Duke is now available on Netflix. God damn it. Yeah, I know. After I paid we all, seven dollars for that we all thing. paid for. It. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who cares? But, we gave money to a great yeah, movie. Dude. Yeah, dude. Yeah, good. Give it money, but if you ever want to, like, you know, watch it or something like that, like, you know, just easily, just Netflix. It's on Netflix now. You can watch it. Oh my yeah. god, it's gonna so be amazing. So go back, go back to that episode. If you if you didn't want to pay the seven dollars, it's free now. We paid the money for you. Yeah, take a look. There you go. But um, yeah, oh, we gotta get Brett back on the show, dude. He he said he wants to come back on the show, so. We gotta we gotta talk to that we gotta talk to that fool about it. Anyways, gentlemen, thank you again for joining me in this black mass. And uh, as we sign off here and bid all of our loyal listeners <laughs> adieu, I'd like to take a, a killer line here and throw it out there. Uh, it refers it refers to the uh, to the box, but I feel it can also be referred to our show. Our show opens the doors to the pleasures of heaven or hell. We'll tell your soul apart.